Hi everyone, welcome to my new podcast, the Whiskey Lovers Podcast. Let me first say, I'm not an expert, I'm not claiming to be an expert. What I am is someone who loves whiskey. And so each week, I'm going to introduce you to a new whiskey. I'll give you maybe a little bit of history of the distillery, a little bit of information about the whiskey, maybe some few facts about whiskey as well. And I hope that you find this enjoyable, that you love listening to this in the same way that I love my whiskey and I love making this for you. I should say, I used to be a little bit of a purist when it came to whiskey. I was a Scotch man, didn't drink much other than Scotch. I also used to believe there was only one way to drink whiskey. That has all changed over the last couple of years. There are so many wonderful whiskies, bourbons coming out from across the world that we're going to be delving into all of those. So, this week, we're going to start with a whiskey from Scotland's most northern distillery. This is from the Highland Park Distillery, just on the southern outskirts of Kirkwall in Orkney. Now, for those of you who don't know a lot about whiskey, let me tell you that there are four main whiskey-making regions. The Highlands, the Lowlands, Campbelltown, and Isla. Now, I'm also going to split Highlands into a couple of others. These are often called sub-regions, but for our purposes in this podcast, I'm going to include them on their own. So I'm going to add Speyside and the Islands into that region, giving us six regions in total. This, as you might have guessed, seeing as it comes from Orkney, comes from the Highland region. Now, they say this distillery started some time back around 1798. The truth is that we don't know its age. We do know it dates to at least that. It may be older still. And there are some wonderful stories about the location of this distillery being used for whiskey running um, long before this as well. So what do we know about the distillery? Well, we know from about 1826 um, for going on about 40, 50, 60 years, it was run by the Borthwick family, various members of the family taking that on. In 1895, it was purchased by James Grant, who actually tripled the size of the distillery, taking it up from one still to three stills. Then, a few years later, in 1937, um, the distillery was bought by the Highland Distilleries Group. Um, but it wasn't actually until 1979 that Highland Park, the brand, was bottled the way that we know it now. Finally, just a few years back, 20 years ago, or 19 years, in 1999, the distillery became part of the Edrington Group. And um, This is a small group of distilleries, um, most famous ones that it owns, McAllen, and obviously Famous Grouse, which is the big one for them in terms of overall sales. So what is there about Highland Park and the distillery that's worth knowing from your point of view as listeners. Well, the first thing to say is that Highland Park is a peat-dried barley as its core. Now, whiskey can be made from a number of different cereals. Scotch is always made from barley as its main ingredient. And um, Highland Park is peat-dried. Now, what I would say that this is slightly peatier, slightly smokier than your usual Highland Park whiskey it's important to note that Highland Park is not as smoky as some other whiskies on the market. And that's partially because the peat that um, you find in Orkney that is used to dry the, the barley in Highland Park 
is actually a peat that comes from sort of heather and other plants and doesn't really include trees or wood simply because there weren't any on Orkney in the same way. And so that gives your smoke a little bit more of an aromatic taste, which is quite nice. So on to the whiskey itself. We are reviewing a special whiskey called Highland Park Dragon Legend. Now it's a single malt scotch whiskey was released in November 2017, originally exclusive to Tesco in the UK, um, since it's been released elsewhere. You can usually find it online, 30 to 40 pounds. If you're paying more than 40 pounds, I'll be honest in saying you're being ripped off. So keep an eye open it. Now, what is there to know about this whiskey? Well, I'll start off with its color. It's got a beautiful sort of golden haze to it, almost like a golden toffee apple color. It's not very dark. And when you smell it, it's got a real sweetness to it. I'm just rolling it around in my glass, getting that smell. Now, what you'll notice with this is quite a sweet smelling whiskey. It's got sort of tones of toffee, vanilla, sort of a spicy fruit cake. And actually, a large part of that comes from one, the, the sort of peat that they're used to dry, but also beyond that, the fact that this is matured in sherry casks. So it's a beautiful smell to it. Take a little taste. Mmm, really, really nice. It's quite a sweet taste. As I said, those smells really translate well into that sort of spicy fruitcake taste. It is a little bit smokier, I would say, than your traditional Highland Park. Um, I take mine with a little bit of water. Now, there's no right way to enjoy your whiskey, so enjoy it as you want. But for me, a little bit of water just releases some of those extra flavors. And what you do notice when you add that water, a little bit of citrusy flavors coming through, but actually more than that, that sort of earthy, heavy peat that I think comes out really strongly as well. Look, this is a really nice whiskey, I think. Now, if you already like your smoky whiskies, um, this isn't as strong as some. It is stronger than maybe your 12-year-old um, Highland Park. But actually, I think this is a really good introduction to some of the smoky whiskies. It is a little bit more expensive than some of the Highland Parks. And you've got to ask yourself, is it worth it? It's a little bit different. It comes in a beautiful presentation, nice black bottle. There's a, a picture of that on the post. I really do think if you're looking for something a little different, this is worth adding to your collection. 43.1% ABV. So standard sort of strength for a whiskey and really is worth having and keeping your eye open for and trying, especially if you want to get into your smoky whiskies. This is a really good introduction to this. For me, I'm going to give you four out of five on my whiskey taste. So that's all for this week, guys. Keep enjoying that whiskey. And as always, whiskey lovers, remember to drink responsibly. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and look forward to hearing your comments. If there's something you want me to taste, something you feel like I need to cover, let me know in the comments below. Thanks again.